Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle getting ready for a gorgeous weekend as my assistant Alyssa is getting married on Sunday. <laughs> She's I know. Her little baby is <laughs> She's flying the nest, so to speak. Into... I'm awful clipped in here. Oh, God. Little baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so Alyssa, uh, as I said, is getting married on Sunday. So we're praying mm-hmm. for sunshine. Oh, you'll have no worries with that. Well, that's Plenty. what it says. In you fact, know. you might need to bring something to cool her down. It's yeah. supposed to be pretty warm. <laughs> I know. I'm but, dead serious. But Alyssa and I keep looking out at the weather, and it's like, um, yeah, don't, here. don't let it fool yeah, you. Yeah, don't let it fool us. It's going to be gorgeous on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, you know, as a Seattleite, which Alyssa is, she was smart enough to pick a venue that you are indoors when you get married. But I know she wants some of her lovely um, participants at the wedding to be standing on the beautiful um, decks that surround um, the, the area that she's getting married. In fact, married. we have direct from Virginia some guests, uh, Exactly. Some her so friends and family yeah. are flying in mm-hmm. and hanging out with her, getting ready for her wedding. Yeah, it's, it's really lovely. So we're, congratulations to Alyssa and Ty. We know that the wedding will be beautiful. The girls and I are going to be there, of course, Aww. dancing as, as long as we can into the night. Oh, <laughs> probably the last ones to leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, who knows? I might be sitting down by then. But no, I don't know. The <laughs> girls will keep know. you going. The girls will keep you going. That's true. They, they do. They're good dancers, so I'm sure that'll happen. Did they get that from your side? Well, you know, their dad is a Just good a dancer, yes. too. Yes. Okay, yes. there you go. <laughs> I think you've got rhythm. I, think, I do. Okay. I do. I've got well, rhythm. See, I can goes. dance. Yeah, but Pat he, yourself he on the can, back. too. He, he's a good dancer. All right. Well, yeah. then, hey. <laughs> they get it from both All sides. All the merrier. lucky kids. So we get to interview um, a, a lovely lady, uh, Jude Bijou. I think I... Bijou. Bijou. Thank yep. you mm-hmm. so much. Um, she lives in Santa Barbara, California, but... She went to school here. We just found that out. I know. She went to Bellevue High School. Mm-hmm. And so she, we actually, I said, maybe we were at the s- football games because I went right. to Sammamish. She went to Bellevue. Yelling at each other. Yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of always in the parking lot. You know, I was oh, one of those kids. Oh, you know? I see. Yeah. I mean, I really did. Fogging didn't... up the windows. Yeah, Maria. Was, well, Marie. no. I mean, I wasn't really a football fan. You know, <laughs> Obviously. Or a sports fan. Yeah, I was in the parking lot pretty much. Yelling you know? out, what's the score? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, pretending like I was excited about the game. But um, so Jude is here with us. She wrote a beautiful book, Attitude Reconstruction. It's won many awards, which is amazing. She's a therapist um, stationed out in, I like to say station, that's kind of funny, in Santa Barbara, California. Um, is a respected psychologist, professional educator, workshop leader, and longtime student of Eastern philosophy. Her theory of attitude reconstruction evolved over the course of more than 30 years working with clients as a licensed marriage and family counselor, which she still does that, um, a therapist, still does that. And Jude, you write about your family is actually brought kind of through your birth, this idea of reconstructing the attitude you said is in your DNA, having grown up as the daughter of pioneer behavioral child psychologist Sydney. Um, is that true? How would you describe that? Like, it was did he was it talked about at the breakfast table right away? No, I, it really wasn't. And so uh, I think I really that's why I, I use that tongue in cheek when I say that it went through my genes because a good old <laughs> behaviorist doesn't really put a whole lot of credence in ah. that. Influence. They're more in terms of the behavior and what you can observe. Ah. But I think I just being around him so much in our family. 
that we really got that lens to look at things fairly objectively. It's like, what's going on and what's the relationship between things? And for my father, and the same, it was like, and what's going to move things forward? What's going to be positive? Mm -hmm. So I think I just sort of got that as not knowing that I was getting it. It was that way of looking at at the world. Well, I think it's wonderful, too, to have someone who's so renowned in uh, in the process to be a mentor for you. I mean, that's a blessing. And I'm, sur- I'm sure something, since I believe in reincarnation, and, and I know you've studied Eastern philosophy most of your life, that you picked that scenario perfectly uh, so that you could make sure that you had all the information necessary to be the best of what you do in the world. I think so, because it's fairly unique. As I want to put that little caveat that my dad was at the UW for all those years as wow. I was growing up, and he was a child psychologist. And uh, so then I really got that science, that idea that there should be relationships and, and teaching should be one-on-one. Wow. But, but for me, so I really got that as a foundation, but I realized that I wasn't happy. And that's really the quest that drove me toward, all right, there's got to be a manual out there somewhere. They just, they didn't get it. It's not on the bookshelf. So that that's what took me to India and to study and practice meditation, is that I wanted to make wider the lens and find that that I was really looking for. And so it's a combination of that science and then the um, broader thinking, a different way of thinking. And then as I became a psychotherapist, really that experience of dealing with people and what's really going on and what are the dynamics, how does everything come together. And that's what I really discovered was that all of this, the West and the East, could come together and that the key was really emotions, which is something that I didn't know too much about. And you also believe that intuition plays a big impact in reconstructing our attitude. Absolutely, absolutely. It goes back to that thing. If, our, if we're blocked on the emotional level, if we have, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this more, if we have unexpressed sadness and anger and fear, it is really hard to hear our intuition. I, I agree completely. And, and, of course, intuition expresses itself through your feelings. And so if you're not aware of what you're feeling, then it can be kind of walking in a blind alley and, and feeling very stuck. Right. Right. And so it is, if we deal with the emotions, then we have that more of an access right into, well, what do I know deep down? What what do I know? Not what is the outside world telling me, but what do I know is true? And that's really the foundation to move forward in a really powerful and loving way. So why is it important to relearn how to express emotions physically as we did when we were babies? And what's the benefit of that? Well, it starts out with, something that I discovered, and that was that all of our, what I say, all of our bad attitudes, all of our problems really stem back to these unexpressed sadness, anger, and fear, and that these were emotions, emotions, you know, it's really interesting, it's energy in motion, emotion, that these energies, if we would just express them in a constructive and physical and natural way, then we can move out of our stuckness and create more of the other emotions, and that is joy, love, and peace. Mm -hmm. So throwing a temper tantrum is a really good idea. 
it's really good yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good, I'm a big proponent of that. And I, I thought it was kind of a, a safe way too, where if you lay down on the ground and just kick and scream, you probably can't hurt your back. You're not going to break anything. Most likely, you're going to get tired. I sometimes join in with my twins. I mean, if they're oh. doing it, might as well do one too. Excellent. Yeah, I love just, that. Yeah. That's that's exactly right. I'll just have people say, "Flop on your bed." And oh, kick and scream. great. That's a great idea. You know, that it does that. But there's so many different ways that we can do it. You know, uh, I have people, uh, it's something I learned from uh, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross mm-hmm. many, many years ago, and that is, and this is what I have for clients, I bring out some old phone books and a flexible plastic hose and have people hit the phone books with the hose and it makes the loudest noise <laughs> and the pages start to fly. And nothing is destroyed of value. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially telephone books. We don't need those very often anymore. And we've all got a pile of them somewhere. Exactly. But it doesn't matter how we move that energy out because you can do it by pushing against um, a wall or stomping around. It's because it's just energy. You know, these emotions, our emotions, are just pure sensations in the body, pure energy. And so we're not doing something magical, we're just letting that natural energy out of our body rather than keeping it stuck inside, mm-hmm. because that's where we create the problems. I've got that anger, and it's inside me. I'm not letting it out, and all of a sudden, I am being critical, mm-hmm. or all of a sudden, I'm saying something that's really not a very appropriate thing. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. No, no, never. no, of course not. But it's certainly an indicator. Ooh, better go and have a little tantrum. Oh, totally. No, I, I have done that many times, actually. And, and and when we look at kids who throw temper tantrums, you know, they're mad, they're furious. If we let them get angry and sweat and all of that, pretty soon they start crying. You know, they release, as you said, the energy behind the emotion and they start sobbing. And then, of course, then they fall asleep you know, <laughs> and take a nice exactly. nap. <laughs> exactly. Or they get distracted. Uh-huh. You know, it runs its course. But that's what's so lovely. They're back to the present. They're uh, back to their fullness. Yeah. So, and now, Benny, you've got twins. So do the kids, like, team tag each other with their temper tantrums? Or is, like, one having one and then? You know, they, uh, to be honest, I've been blessed so far. They haven't had too many. And I mm. think it might be because of the twins' you know, connection. Oh, right. That they have a lot of sympathy for each other and empathy, too. I mean, it depends on how you situate. But they're very short, and they haven't really gone all out. It's usually we've done what you've already been speaking of. You kind of merge them out of the the situation at hand. Mm. You kind of move on to something else, you know, Mm. like if they're having a little bit of a spat, you just kind of go away from it for a minute, let them do their thing, and then go, like, let's say, play with something else. And then Mm. they'll be like, well, that wasn't that bad. And then they'll go play with what you're messing with, you know what I mean, or right. vice versa. And I think it really helps. Mm-hmm. But you got to get it out there. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it, so well, let me add yeah. something here, Marie, because that's what, what children do naturally. We have to do as adults. But what is key and what has happened is that we start to think very destructive things. If we have a temper tantrum and while we're doing that, you know, while we're moving that energy out, we go, darn it, they shouldn't be like that, and how could they do that to me, and what a jerk there. If we entertain that kind of thoughts and those kind of words, we can pound or we can flail forever. We're still going to just be angry mm. because little kids are not thinking that kind of stuff. They're into that pure wordless emotion, mm-hmm. and that's what we need to do. So 
I say, like, park the, bo- the mind onto, I'm just angry, I'm mad, I need to get this energy out, it's okay, I just need to get this out, if mm-hmm. you're going to say anything, or just make sound. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I love doing that. Screaming in the car when I'm driving is one of my favorites, actually. Exactly. <laughs> it works but really not, well. It's so important not to reinforce that old destructive thinking, because that's only going to make the rut deeper rather than move the energy out. Right, right. That's, that is well said. So you say truths are more effective than affirmations for changing behavior. So explain the difference. Okay, well, now, an affirmation is what we wish was true. Mm. Whereas what I say, a reliable truth, is something that nobody can make an argument that it's not reality, Mm. that it's it's exactly the same. And so um, you could say, like, if if you're uh, way overweight and you go, I am thin and beautiful, well, it's like, no, that's not quite right. (laughs) Right? Right. But you might want to say something like, um, I really want to have my body support me well. Right, exactly. I really want my body to support me Mm -hmm. well. I really want to have my body, if that's what's true for you. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole lot better of a thought than saying something, I see peace and love all around me. No, you happen to be, you know, driving like crazy and a raving maniac. that's, That's not going to be as helpful as say in this case, acceptance of of just saying, well, that's the way people are. Mm -hmm. People are that way. Mm -hmm. People are that way. People are, this is a very classic uh, truth that was uh, coined by uh, Dr. Albert Ellis, and he said in terms of anger, and it's a fabulous thought, people are the way they are, not the way I want them to be. People are the way they are, not the way I want them to be. Now, that is a fact, mm-hmm. and that's going to take us a whole lot more toward what I say, a divine shift, getting out of that frustration, why aren't they different, and getting into, oh, that's the way they are, they think that way. Now, again, back to myself, yeah, what do I need to say? I, I think that's important for the, for the fact that we work so hard on trying to change people or convince them to think the way that we do. And if we accept the fact that where people are is where they are, then we're going to spend less time cultivating relationships that are not in our highest good and then don't don't feed us energetically. Uh, I think that's important. Yes, I think that's just really, really important. It's like we really only have, except in the the case of young children, we really only have a domain of one, and that is ourself. Mm -hmm. We need to put our energy, and I would say, into feeling more joy, love, and peace. Mm-hmm. not telling other people what they're doing wrong and and how they should be living their life. That only creates separation. It doesn't work. It never forwards a conversation to what I say, you people. Tell mm-hmm. them about what they're doing that's not okay. Great. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're talking to Jude Bijou. She's the author of Attitude Construction, and we'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? 
Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's a 1150kknw.com. Manson Mitchell, welcome on Friday morning. Astrologer Christopher Renstrom with his planetary prognostications. And on Saturday morning, Jesse Marcel talks about his famous grandfather who brought home wreckage from the crash at Roswell. Then Nancy Drew brings her intuition to the airwaves for the benefit of our listeners. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Alternative Talk AM 1150. The grizzly bear is an iconic symbol of the American West. As many as 50,000 once roamed the western half of the United States, south of Canada. Today, their numbers have dwindled to about 1,600, isolated in the northern Rocky Mountains. For grizzlies to survive, they must be able to travel safely between large blocks of habitat. But the crucial pathways connecting these areas are being lost to development. The Vital Ground Foundation is working to ensure the future of the majestic grizzly by conserving strategically located wildlife habitat. By protecting land in exactly the right places, Vital Ground doesn't need to save thousands of acres, just the hundreds of acres that provide the greatest impact. To find out how you can help, visit www.vitalground.org, where the grizzly can walk, the earth is healthy and whole. Remember, you're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to Remind Your Show. We're also celebrating Alyssa's wedding coming up on Sunday. It should be lots of fun, lots of dancing and I think partying. that's going to be one of the uh, top songs there. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's on her playlist or not. Uh, I asked her, so it better. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. It should be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, Benny might show up and change your playlist. Yeah, uh, just, I'm going to be a wedding crasher. Just a tad. <gasps> I can crash a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and Alyssa's tall. She's 6'1, I believe. I better be careful. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, Ty is taller than her. He's 6'4 mm. or 5'. Five, 6'5. Five. So we're going to have these gorgeous model type people as bride and groom you know it's it's just going to be a stunning and gorgeous way and i'm full of love of course you, know, you can feel it already it hasn't even happened yet and you can already feel all the love in the room so we are interviewing um jude bijou she lives in santa barbara california she's a therapist and she has written a book called the attitude reconstruction we're going to also take phone calls and of course jude we'd love to hear your perception 
about what the callers are asking as well. So who do we have on the phone lines? Sure, we'll travel north. We actually have Margie calling in from Alaska. Maybe we can get a city. And uh, she looks like a question is working towards own mediumship and development up there. Oh, so let's, intuition. Uh, yeah, that's right. So Margie, welcome to the Marie Manuchery Show. Well, thank you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. What city are you calling from? Because, you know, Benny's from Alaska. Yeah, um, I'm I'm in Eagle River. Oh, very cool. I grew up south of Soldotna, so we're neighbors pretty wow, much. Wow, yeah, I don't know where either one of those places are. It's north are. of Anchorage, actually, oh. Eagle River is, yeah. Sounds mm-hmm. gorgeous, beautiful. So what can we do for you today? Well, um, I am working on my mediumship skills, but I've got, I have, and I understand what a lot of the blockages are mm-hmm. toward my psychic development and personal development, but I don't know how to let go of it. Mm. Um, and it is emotional type stuff. Um, it's grief and forgiveness. I just don't know how to let go of it. Any yeah. ideas? Yeah, Ju, do you have any ideas for this person who's working on her mediumship? Absolutely. Yeah, well, great. It goes back for me to, and it's exactly what she said, it's about emotions that if she can... Give herself permission to cry because that's the emotion of sadness and that that is in the way of her really being able to hear within. So you can do that in a whole lot of ways, but one is to find someone safe or you can even do it by yourself and you tell the story of what happened and keep adding details and allow yourself to cry. And if you can't, if you can't be in touch with the tears yet, Maybe you're going to start by moving out some anger energy. Or if there's fear, maybe you need to move that energy by some shaking and shivering. But if you deal with the emotional body, then there's opportunity to get resolution. Excuse me. And with a lot of this sadness, we really need to say the G word, what I call the G word, goodbye. Mm -hmm. It's one of those words we avoid like the plague. But that often brings up the tears, Mm. and we really need to acknowledge the ending so that we can start on opening up the future. Yeah, I I think, Margie, Mm. it's really smart of you to recognize that you have some emotional blockages. I I think that's very wise of you, an intuitive perception, and that it's related um, to holding back or slowing down some of the medium aspects. One of the reasons why being really emotionally available as a medium is important is because the universe doesn't see that anything's wrong. And so when we're talking to people who've crossed over, no matter what they've done in their lifetimes in physical form or other dimensions, there's no judgment from the universe's perspective. And so mediums who can be in that non-judgmental peace, um, kind of detached experience allows them to have more access to the information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And of course, it's a little bit harder when it's our own family. <laughs> yes. um, that's a little bit more challenging. Um, but certainly um, working on whatever uh, things that you have, like starting to cry, which, of course, is a, a beautiful thing to do, to learn to cry more effectively, um, then uh, then you'll have that openness to be able to assess what's going on um, with the people that you're trying to communicate with, maybe even for others, which is very empowering. Uh, I've done a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the goodbye word, because I'm sure when Jude was saying that, you know, there was an intuitive perspective for her as well, you know, because everyone's uh-huh. so different. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And when you're crying, 
don't think negative things about yourself. That's the same, the same thing. You can't go, oh, I'll never be able to hear. Oh, mm-hmm. I won't be able to. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm unlovable. I'm un- what? That's not good crying. So it's, what's I, good crying then? Good crying, again, there's no words really. It's oh. just it's that pure pain. It's mm-hmm. just those tears. It, it, it's beyond words. But again, if we need to say anything or think anything, I just feel sad. It's okay. It's okay to cry. There's so many messages that say, don't cry or I shouldn't. We need to cry, but we need to cry, and we can cry about, it's okay. I'm fine. I just need to cry. Everything's okay. I'm fine. I just need to cry. You know what? That kind of reminds me of laughter, you know, because when we're in that real, which is one of my favorite things, it doesn't happen every every day. I wish it did, but that real deep laughter where you could practically wet your pants, you know, where it's, you're not thinking about anything. You just somehow have let yourself go in some magical moment <laughs> and you just get to let out, you know, this beautiful emotion that I think tickles our energy and our soul and, and brings divinity to us. And so crying in a way, it, it has that same sort of um, freedom within it, real crying. Absolutely. Ah, nice. Uh, so what do you think, Margie? Um, I, I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I actually drew out your energy while we were talking. Your crown's really wide open and beautiful, which is excellent for a medium. The structure in the front of your third chakra is quite formed, so your ability to translate is high. Um, when I initially drew out your energy, you didn't have a lot moving into the back of the head. It was very clear for me. That's the um, receptive chakra for the back of the third eye. But right now, just even through the conversation, I think I made uh, like over 10 arrows. That means energy free-flowing already into the back of the third eye. Um, just about having the conversation that we're having is actually opening you up even more. So I, I would try to find a kind way to let yourself cry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found that the, um, I felt a lot of fear uh, come up when thinking about saying goodbye, ah. even though it was a long, you know, it was a couple of years ago. Right. And, um, the concept or the feeling is that um, when you say goodbye, they're all gone, even though I know that physically they're gone, but it seems like if you say goodbye, they're gone everywhere, mm. whereas I talk to them all the time. Um, it, it, you know, Jude, clearly this was what she needed to hear, that goodbye word, you know, she, that, that she really needed, needs to be able to use that language. Yes, because goodbye opens the door for hello. Mm. That if we really acknowledge that something is no longer and really mourn that, because it's it's tremendous. When we lose loved ones, there's a tremendous amount of grief. And we just need to allow ourselves to cry and really say, goodbye, I miss you, I love you, and goodbye, Mm -hmm. and goodbye. And it opens up. It doesn't mean, okay, now they're gone. They'll be there even stronger. Yeah, I I so agree. And the fear that you're feeling, Marjorie, is is actually an invitation. At least in my opinion, fear is always beckoning you to move in the direction that we don't want to go to, but that is in our (laughs) highest good. 
So I think it would be a, a great idea. And, and goodbyes can also be about not just someone passing, um, Jude, I'm assuming, but just even a, to a phase in one's life. Absolutely. Any kind of loss of a job, a loss of, you know, when you're finished high school. Right. Or, Raising children. You know, all, all of that. those different stages. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be any, we lose anything with some prized possession, any, anything where we had some love and now that it's no longer there, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that needs to be mourned. Thank you so much, Margie, for calling. I think you've got some tools now. And I think yes, you're, I do. Thank you. You're welcome, and you're going to do an excellent job. I can feel it. So congrats. Cool. Well, let's uh, move on to maybe one more call, if that's all right. With sure, you, All of right. Course. Let's take Sam calling in from Tacoma, and Sam's going through some much, a huge transition, apparently. Let's find out what Sam's going through. All right. Sam? Hey, thanks so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Wonderful show. Oh, good. Um, calling because it's, uh, I'm just going through such transition right now. Um, my home that I've had for sale for just um, quite some time is supposed to um, close, hopefully, and there's just so much drama. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't let it sell intuitively. You were holding on to it like a pit bull, but like three pit bulls, by the way. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you feel like I'm letting go because yeah. I'm trying? Well, you have no choice now. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, it's pretty cute, actually. It's adorable. Um, and So what other transitions so that Jude can help you um, move through um, these? Divorcing. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, you know, just the move alone um, and, you know, finding a place and taking care of my kids and huge transition. Wow. So what would you recommend, Jude? Well, uh, one of it is, of course, it's a lot of goodbyes again. It's a lot of crying because there's a lot of endings. And so that we need to, I would say, walk around the house and do some thank you, know, thank you for this. Thank you for those memories and thank you for being that support over my head. So that it really part is mourning is crying will really help with uh, all the, the transitions. But the other thing that is that there's a lot of fear. Mm. And that is the idea of finding a new place and what's going to happen in the future and what's going to happen with the kids. All of this future thinking is an indicator that there is fear going on. And it's natural. We, we, it's natural to feel fear when our survival feels threatened. And that's what you're really talking about. So on an energetic level, just like we cry when we're sad or have that tantrum when we're angry, when we're feeling that fear energy, that agitation, that worrying in our, uh, the, uh, you know, in our thoughts, we need to shake and shiver. It's like, like a, what does a dog do at the vet? Oh, yeah. My poor cats, all three of them. Hate, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Huck and Finn actually like the holistic vet that I take them to. They, you know, they seem pretty relaxed. And um, the vet that I go see, he's like a cat whisperer. They don't even know when they get a shot. It's amazing. <laughs> but, but Eminem, you know, all, all of her years uh, going to the vet, she's, as soon as I put her in the car, because she knows I only put her in the car when I'm going to the vet, She's shaking. By the time we get there, she's sweating. I mean, she, the poor baby. She's just she's nineteen now, and or almost nineteen. She still looks really good, by the way. <laughs> but um, so shaking and shivering is good for us to help release the fear. Yes, because we do the opposite. We think we need to tighten up, mm. so we're holding all those muscles in, and we're just causing ourselves so much more tension and then anxiety, and even go to panic attacks, right. and so on. 
Right. Whereas if we do what the body wants to naturally do, when it feels threatened, it shakes. Like when, the, when we're in an uh, auto accident and the body is in shock, right. it's shaking. Right. You can't stop no matter what. You know, you may even be laughing about it because it's kind of embarrassing. You know, that... Which is more relief. So that's, again, <laughs> part of the release of it, which uh-huh. is fabulous. Laughing is great release for several of the emotions. Wow. But to uh, just allow ourselves to shake. And, I mean, anybody you can just do it. You, can, you stand up or you can even do it sitting down. And you just up the – you make those sounds. Woo! <laughs> and, you know, up the spine and out the arms. I'm wiggling the, the arms and the hands and the legs and woo! And making a, you know, sort of like a swimmer that you see them shaking it out. Oh, right, yeah. It's that tension. But we need to, I say, become shaking fools. <laughs> shaking Put on music fools. And, and allow yourself to move that energy out of the body. Wow. And you get really good at it, and it feels so good. Wow. And then it's like, okay, what do I need to do today? Oh, got to check the paper and see if there's something. Okay, but let me shiver for a minute. Wow. And again, you start laughing. Okay, Sam, I think you have your homework cut out for you now. I mean, it's perfect timing for you. You know, you're getting a divorce. The, the home is closing. You're moving. You know, this is a transition for your entire family, your children as well. And it, you actually have an event that you can work on, you know, like walking through the house as Jude you know, gave an example and saying thank you and having gratitude for it, taking care of you and housing the family and all of that. I just think you're going to have a really big week next week uh, with a lot of crying and letting go and moving through the fear. I love that idea. You know, everyone always talks about how anxiety is about focusing on the future and and anxiety and fear are, are, of course, partners. They hang out together. But I love that whole idea. When you're focusing on the future so much, you're really scared, you know, and it's normal to be frightened. So I'm looking forward to be to hearing about what you're going to be doing next week in the house because you've got a perfect medium um, to work with. Do you feel that moving is positive? Of course, place? absolutely. I'm just I'm trying to think positively. Everything you say is just so right on. Well, you know, when I, it, I think what Jude's also pointing out is your intuition's going to kick in. Your awareness, your your life path, your ability to join your your magic and your wisdom as you let go of this fear. You're going to have so much more awareness available to you, and you'll get clear about your life. But, yeah, no, I don't get anything bad about selling the house. I'm sure it's a great idea. And, you know, I, I, I totally agree. It's the moving somewhere. I think it's, it's a lot of things. Wouldn't you agree, Jude? No. There's a lot on her plate. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, Absolutely. Uh, Jude, did you want to say one more thing before yes, we go to I break? Be, well, because, the, so you, again, you can use some good truths to support you, like, one day at a time. Or I'll handle the future in the future. Or it's out of my hands. I'll just do what I can today. Mm-hmm. Those kind of thoughts will also pacify the fear as well as the shivering. But it's to think things, not to go, ah, what if, what if, what if, but to go, it's, everything will be all right. Mm-hmm. Everything will be all right. One thing at a time. One right. thing at a time. That is just gorgeous. We wish you the best of luck. And um, we're going to take a break here. On the Marie Magna Cherry. Oh, you're welcome. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Michael Robinson with the Seattle Seahawks. The dairy farmers of Washington and the Seattle Seahawks are helping to spread the word about the USDA Summer Meals for Kids program, which ensures all children receive proper nutrition throughout the summer break. Various schools, communities, and organizations will be providing free nutritious meals to school kids 18 years and younger. No registration or ID is required to participate and the meals are completely free. To find a site near you, please call the Family Food Hotline at 1-888-436-6392. Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen, from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Get out of your head and tune into your soul. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Hey, there's my son. Hey, Dad. Um, what's wrong with your voice? There is nothing wrong with my voice. Well, it's just sort of... Hello, Dad. Susan? Guys, I think it's about time to get in the car and maybe see some green things. What are these green things you speak of? This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. songs on the playlist no <laughs> what yeah must have been a request <laughs> it must have been a request i don't know i think benny's crushing the wedding from acadia her friend <laughs> from acadia to virginia favorite i guess yeah she's visiting from virginia i had the pleasure of meeting acadia when i when Alyssa and i were in virginia giving oh, talks cool i know it was lovely so we had dinner t- together and she just tagged along all the way oh, back out here she's to Northwest. hysterical too by the way she is a very <laughs> yeah. funny friend we had to go through some toll booths and i was in a rental car and I'm trying to, like, throw the money in, but and Katie's trying to use her pass. And luckily, there were no cars behind us. Nice. Um, so we're out in the middle. Katie's then running around. I mean, it was really, really funny. Cause you had a little to- fire drill? Yeah, we had a little fire oh, drill, actually. Around, you did like, really look. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. It was really late at night. We were trying to go to this this restaurant someplace. I'd given a talk. You in. weren't returning from this late night, quote-unquote, restaurant. 
Maybe a little clubbing, <laughs> we were a little at, after no, you drinking. Know, yeah, no, we uh, wish, yeah. oh, but oh. we weren't. Um, we, I'd been teaching a workshop, I believe it was, or some sort Likely of bookshop in, in Richmond at this beautiful, lovely bookstore in Richmond. And Acadia, uh, um, we all went out to dinner at this mm-hmm. place that she recommended and met another one, one of Acadia's friends as well. So we had a great time. But yeah, we had a little bit of Chinese fire drill. <laughs> Uh, on the freeway entrance, because you have to have the exact change on these toll booths, which doesn't make any... I was, I threw like a dollar in and did nothing. <laughs> you know, so, so Katie's running out of her car using her what pass, which didn't work. Do and that. then we finally got enough quarters or whatever oh. it was. And we got through Now, the, like here, you can just drive right through them and they'll just... They'll I hit know. You. You'll I, get the bill in the mail. Yeah, you do. And of course, I get the bill for all my kids in the mail, yeah. too. You know, That's which your fault is, for putting uh, your name on, your, on their cars. Well, that's because... <laughs> We buy them for them. Yeah. <laughs> we spoil They're them. They're grateful. They are, actually. I hope they are. We are talking with Jude. She is a therapist in Santa Barbara, California. And she wrote this lovely book, Attitude Reconstruction. And she's a marriage and family therapist there. And uh, we've been talking about emotions, Jude, and we're taking phone calls. So who do we have? Yep. Uh, let's now take Stephanie calling in from Seattle. Stephanie, welcome to the Marie Manutieri Show. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. <clears throat> Absolutely. What can we do for you? So um, I'm calling because I've had this uh, experience. Um, every time I meditate, well, almost every time, my right, this area right around my third eye gets really tense. Mm-hmm. It's like really tight and like a pressure is there. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes it happens even be- as I'm getting ready, even before I close my eyes, it just starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't, wait, I can't wait to hear what Jude has to say about it um, as well. I think it's actually a good sign when that's where the third eye is, right there in the middle of your forehead. <laughs> and so it's, it's actually acknowledging the fact that you're doing something that is very integrative for you, that allows you <laughs> to be multisensory. It can sense. It's letting you know, hey, babe, we're moving forward. And, you know, Jude talked <laughs> about feeling things physically is very important. It's good to feel energy in your body. It's good mm-hmm. to feel the pressure at the third eye. I would embrace it. Um, okay. And what, what do you think, Jude? Yes, I think so. Uh, definitely to embrace it. The angle that I would take is to do a little uh, self-inventory, and that is, mm. am I feeling, do I think that I have some anger in there? Mm. Do I have some mm. sadness in there? Or do I have some fear? That's what's so lovely. We really only have six emotions. And joy, love, and peace we're not going to worry about because those are the ones we're looking for. (laughs) Yeah. So we only have to identify, is it sadness, anger, or fear? And each feels very different in the body. Mm. That anger is hot and wants to strike out and hurt, where Mm -hmm. the sadness is very heavy, and the fear is agitated. So you you go, all right, which of those three am I feeling? What might be going on? And I would Mm -hmm. say identify which those are and then let me try to move some of that energy out of my body physically and see Mm. if there is some kind of effect on this pressure that you're talking about so Mm -hmm. in in a way you're saying like when she's having that experience you know even as she's getting ready to meditate if she makes some physical movement you know once she just you know discovers through her own inquiry you know am i angry am i scared Am I in fear? Um, and then make some physical movement because that will then move the, the back up that's in the third eye is what you're suggesting? Uh, yes. Oh. So it can be, you know, especially like before meditation, shivering mm-hmm. is really, really a good, you know, one you can do pranayama or some yoga. But you also mm-hmm. can do um, 
uh, some shaking and shivering. Move that fear energy, and the mind will settle down. The body settles, and the mind mm-hmm. settles. Oh, wow. I, I think that is great advice. <laughs> I okay. do. Is that shivering like shaking kind of, like yep. in Qigong? Oh, okay. Uh, yes, it's, but it's, it's, it's uh, loose, and it's all through the body making sounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like floppy arms and make woo and, you know, up the mm-hmm. butt and, you know, up the spine and then the neck. And just by moving that energy out, just getting silly mm-hmm. and, and shaking the body. For just a minute or two, oh, two minutes okay. is a long time, but just for a minute, and then, or even during meditation, if it's like, oh, I'm stuck, or it's like, all right, let me see if there's some tears, or it's okay to cry while I'm meditating. Wow. Mm. That, okay. And you're going to do great, because your your third eye is being activated. It wants to be a present force in your life. You're feeling mm. it. That's amazing. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> yeah. When congrats. you put it that way, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, because energy, you know, that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand, which I think Jude is trying to express in her, or is expressing in her book beautifully, is that it's normal to feel your body. It's, mm-hmm. it's normal to feel energy moving around. It's it's mm-hmm. when we don't feel anything that I think we're in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Good. Have a okay. gorgeous day. Wonderful. Thank you. So, Jude, I wanted to ask, ask you a question you have in your book on page 117. Obeying your intuition can bring up emotions. Could you describe that a little bit? Absolutely, because it goes back to what one of the callers already said. If she really gets the hit, it's time to move, right? I'm getting a divorce. I can't really afford this place. And, and, and we know that within, like when we're clear, when we're quiet, we know that's true. The problem is that what happens the next day when the fear kicks in or the next moment when the fear kicks in, oh, maybe I shouldn't, and we're back in the head, the what if, and maybe this and maybe that, and we're back in the head rather than staying with what do I know when I listen within. Mm. And that if, if I get that, that, that it's time to move, then it's time to move because mm-hmm. I got it at a, a deep level. I didn't get it with, oh, I should move. I mean, it's right. not from the should. It's from that deep within. But obeying it is going to bring up emotions. It's like, I, uh, I have lived here for 15 years. Oh, my gosh, it might grow, I've raised my family here. What, what, so we have to obey and really hold on to like, like an anchor. Mm-hmm. What do we know when we're clear? What does our intuition tell us? So I can hold on to that when my mind, because of those emotions, those unexpressed emotions, the mind can be very devious and try to sabotage. Mm-hmm. Okay, great advice. Why don't we go ahead, Benny, go to the phone lines, take our last caller or the last call that we can take. Sure. Let's bring on Amy calling in from Massachusetts. Amy, welcome to the show. Oh. Hello. What can we do for you today? Hi, Marie. Um, I, my question is kind of very general. Um, I'm feeling all out of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where it's coming from. Aww. And already wanting to cry. That's going to make yep. Jude very happy. <laughs> very happy. So, Jude, what would you recommend for Amy? I'd say start with the tears. Start with the tears. It's lovely. I've, uh, tears are nectar. We, we got those messages, don't cry, and I'll, you know, don't be weak, and I'll give you something to cry about. But that's <laughs> yeah. the body's natural way to heal. 
So, so really just go to a safe place and you can hold yourself or whatever to just rock back and forth. But I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to cry all day and all week. I'm going to give myself a half an hour to cry or 10 minutes to cry to just acknowledge that. Or it could be if we can't do that when you say out of sorts, maybe it's fear. I'm not sure. You tell me. Is there fear there as well? I don't know. I've been spending a lot of time trying to, like, really think about why I feel this way. And, like, I don't know. I can't, like, say it's one thing or the other. It just feels like everything. Like, and I don't know where to go or what to do. So she's feeling overwhelmed. What does that typically mean in your work? That's fear. 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 Fear is we're not specific and present. Mm -hmm. We're, what I say, we're lumping and jumping everything together. And what happens also with fear, besides that, you know, the, we, we freeze, the mind stops, and we're not able to process it when we're over, overwhelmed is too many things all together, and I can't, don't know what to do with them. There's just so much. And what we need to go, all right, I just need to shake and shiver, move some energy. It doesn't really matter what it's about. You don't have to figure out. Why, the whys. Mm-hmm. The whys will come automatically after you move the emotional energy. Mm. So that's so, per- so that's perfect with Amy, you're saying, or anyone who's feeling overwhelmed. You don't have to try to figure it out. Absolutely. Which Amy's been trying to figure it out, I think. Yeah. Is that right, Amy? Yeah. Yeah. And, no. and it's too hard. It's, yeah. it's, and, and, it's, and today I believe it, and tomorrow I have a whole other theory. <laughs> yeah. And the next moment I have a whole other reason. Right, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I've just got to do some shaking and shivering. That's for the overwhelm, shaking and shivering. And for that heavy feeling, that heavy feeling, I just have to cry. And it doesn't matter what I'm crying about, whether something that happened when I was three or something that happened last week. It doesn't make any difference. I just need to cry. Mm. So do you think you can do that, Amy? Just, you know, try not to figure it out? Um, I don't know. I think it would be good for you because then you can get down to the r- real tears. And I think that's part of what Jude is describing is that we, especially when we have a lot of mental thoughts and we're crying about those, then the, the tears aren't as clean. They're not as clear. They're based usually on self-ridicule and blame. And that's just really hard on our energy system. Um, and so if we can back out of those thoughts, if you will, or trying to figure it out, because that's usually blame again, <laughs> you know then um, you can allow the flow of tears to be more clean and clearing for your, your being and your soul. And yeah. I would add, first emote, first deal with the emotions. I guess then 15 minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, and then you can think more clearly. Then mm. you can try to figure it out. But we would try to figure it out when we're emotionally so bunched up, we can't think. Mm-hmm. So first, a few minutes of shaking out the emotional body or allowing the body to cry or moving that anger energy out or all three of them, and then you can do the thinking. But to try to do the thinking first isn't going to bring much clarity. Wonderful. Thank you so much for calling, Amy. We wish you um, happy thoughts and relaxation and beautiful, clean tears um, in Massachusetts. And thank you, too, Jude, for coming onto the show today. It was so lovely to interview and get your great therapy advice for our callers. It has just been my pleasure. Wonderful. And how can people get a hold of you? Yes. Well, as you mentioned, I have written this book called Attitude Reconstruction, right. a blueprint for building a better life. Right. And also I have a website, which is 
www.attitudereconstruction.com. And on there, there is a survey right at the beginning that you can take to figure out what attitudes are causing me not to feel the life I want to be doing. Lovely. That sounds great. Yes. And then it will take you to articles depending on whether it's fear or it's anger or it's sadness, which you can determine with the survey. Then you can go and read articles and get very practical tips to start to balance out and feel the ways you really want to feel. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We wish you a beautiful day in Santa Barbara. I'm sure it's gorgeous there. It is. Great. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And I'm going to be teaching workshops here in Seattle, not traveling till September. So on July 13th uh, at the Redmond Hyatt House, I'm teaching a spirit guide workshop so you can learn how to communicate with your spirit guides and learn all the wonderful information they have about you. Because when um, we choose people or beings to be our guides before we come here, they learn everything about us. They study all of our past lives. They know what our goals and aspirations are and what it is that we truly want to learn while we um, have a journey here on the earth plane and then a weekend of mediumship. I'm teaching you how to be a medium, one of my favorite things to do. August, um, that would be Saturday, August 3rd, and Sunday, August 4th, also at the Redmond Hyatt House. You can go to energyintuitive.com and find out more about that information. And, of course, I will be at one of my favorite venues, East West Bookshop uh, in Seattle on Friday, August 23rd, doing uh, a talk um, there and then a workshop the fo- following day on intuitive health. So we're looking forward to that. We're going to talk about the other side. So we'll continue the mediumship talk at the East West Bookshop. Talking about the other side, I'll be doing readings um, about your loved ones when I'm at East West Bookshop. So I hope that everyone's going to have a safe fourth because that is just like a week away, something like that. Very shortly. <gasps> yes. I actually, it's a week from today. It's a week from today. I was listening to um, the news when I was driving here in Mina's cute little car because she borrowed my car. To, ah, yes, the little Fiat. The little Fiat, yes. And... I guess Kirkland had to move their or decided to move their fireworks platform 350 feet away from where they typically have it because there are two baby eagles that have not flown out of a nest that Aww. I guess aren't too far away from the platform and they don't want to disrupt them because they aren't flying yet. So thank you, Kirkland. Of course, I think we should just cancel the fireworks and not bother I think we the should eagles move at all. Really <laughs> far away from it. You'll probably see the extravaganza anyway. Right, and wherever you the, are. I think maybe shock of the explosions could obviously <laughs> disturb them anyway. Yeah. But but, but I'm so glad glad that they were mindful of it and decided yes. to make, mm-hmm. you know, a necessary shift to preserve our wildlife. Good so. looking out, city of Kirkland. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Happy to be a resident of yeah, Kirkland. There you go. Yay. I'm very happy about that. And of course again we're wishing Alyssa and Ty not that we need to because their wedding's going to be perfect (laughs) (laughs) I probably am going to cry Vinny you know I'm going to cry hopefully she won't look over she's going to be staring at her family who are also going to be sobbing so yeah I'm going to like be in the back one big tear fest Uh, one big tear fest watching Alyssa and Ty wed this weekend and then they're off to Mexico for their honeymoon I know they're going to have a blast thanks a lot Vinny for playing music for Alyssa's wedding today and we wish everyone a beautiful day a gorgeous weekend and above all a safe 4th of July Thank you so much. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.